0: Welcome everybody to episode forty-three of the ADV podcasts, and of course, as usual, we got a lot of important things to talk about. No way, for real? That's the only reason we have this show.
1: Talk about important things, well, and fun things, and fun things. Come on.
0: Anyway, guys, uh, we're going to start out, of course, with our usual. What
1: I'm going to make a statement. Okay, go ahead. The what? We're going to talk a a little bit about the capital building thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, What I wanted to start this out with, so people were all on the same page. There are no parallels between the protests in Hong Kong and what happened at the Capitol building, and that is a statement I'm going to make the foundation of our speech later on.
0: Okay? I think that's a good way to go. Okay. Uh, let's uh, get into what's new, where we talk yes. about what's new uh, in China, and uh, we're just gonna start out with something <laughs> fun. Just gotta gotta show well, we, this.
1: Got, we gotta probably tell people why and what is happening. Okay, sure. What you're about to see, holy crap almighty, we just gotta, can we just do the super chat real
0: quick? Okay, sure, sure.
1: Uh, Emmanuel Turnin thank you very much. That was the biggest super chat we've ever received. Ever. ever thank you. In the history of mankind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will read your, your comment later, but thank you so much. I just yeah, say that Okay, so yeah. what you're about to see is something that the pro-CCP shills out there probably would never show you, <laughs> and number two, would deny exists, oh, unless in private conversation. Sure. How many times would you walk below your apartment or my apartment onto the street at night mm-hmm. and see something of, of this type of chaos happening? Very often. Very often.
0: Uh, I have to tell you that there's it's something that I actually very much enjoyed about living in China, and that is the drinking culture. Remember, um, I come from South Africa and it's very much a part of South African culture to drink a lot. Okay, so whenever you go out somewhere, you're usually drinking. Uh, and that's just the way I grew up. Mm-hmm. So big sort of binge drinking parties is a big part of how I live my life growing up in South Africa. Of course, I'm not like that anymore. I do drink a lot, but I've totally toned down. But the fact is, in China, you've got these kind of outdoor and indoor restaurants. Pretty much people don't go to bars to drink. You don't actually really get bars. You get these swanky upmarket kind of bars these days and in, in the bigger cities just because they're trying to emulate uh, sort of Western high life and, and that sort of thing. But people go drinking in restaurants. Yes. And it's super common to go and see people sitting outside drinking tons of beer. It's always beer. And Baijiu, of course. Baijiu, but yeah. you'll see like Kanye. 20 empty big tall boy, you know, glass bottles of Qingdao or Qingwei or whatever it is. And uh, they just keep coming and drinking. And, and it's, a, it's a competitive thing. It's kind of a very immature drinking yes. culture in China. It's yeah. always like... I'm going to prove, and it reminds me of me when I was 18 years old because mm-hmm. you know that's the legal drinking age in South Africa sure. yeah, is you go out there and you want to prove you can drink more so yeah. you're challenging your friend like come on man don't be a pussy it's like frat parties you know here, yeah. it's like you know cheers bottoms sure. up and it, you keep going until somebody basically pukes. Puked. and, that's, and that's China like yeah.
1: you'll see so many you have not seen so much vomit in your entire life until <laughs> you've been to China whether it's people that are car sick yeah, people that are yeah, food poisoning yeah, or, or people that are drinking usually yeah. drinking is the cause vomit so, everywhere
0: when you go out especially later at night mm-hmm. to these kind of walking streets and these food areas and these outdoor uh, restaurants, you always see huge commotions where it's either like a friendly, like, you know, kampai, you know, yeah, yeah. or gumbe yeah, yeah. I should yeah, yeah. say. What am I saying? A, Mixing yeah. cultures. Here. Yeah, gumbe, you know, and they're like forcing each other to kind of drink and, and, and that kind of thing. Uh, or it's people fighting over the bill. Everyone's super drunk and they're like, you know, I'm not going to let you pay. And so they get into scuffles about that. That happens a lot. And if you're ever in, like, just a normal hot pot restaurant or whatever, and it's getting a little late, you'll always hear these massive commotions. People get incredibly loud because they're all drunk at the tables. Um, But this often leads to actual proper conflict, like actual fights. And whether it's people at the same table get into a dispute or people next to them get pissed off because shit's been spilled on them or whatever, you know, you get these kind of confrontations. And it's something that you kind of get used to in China. Sure. Yeah. So... Well, this.
1: Well, without further ado, this is probably the best one we've ever seen.
0: It's it's hilarious. So we just, in fact, we'll take ourselves out of here. Okay. We're going to play it in. Int- we'll play it's it once entirety, and then no, we'll break it down. we'll break it down. So let's just go for it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love the chair. <laughs> yeah, Damn. the chair's great. Okay. So. Okay. So. <laughs>
1: Let's go back here. Let's do do a blow-by-blow here. Yeah. Now, before YouTube gets angry, I'm just going to throw this out there. You can't really see clearly any very clear physical contact. (laughs) A lot of it's censored by the table, which is great for us. Yeah, absolutely. Now... The title of this video is actually called, I Just Wanted to Eat My Kanji in Peace. Because <laughs> as <laughs> yeah. you can see, there's a man, if you scroll forward a little bit, there's a man trying to eat well, some The guy, fil- the guy yeah. filming it is trying, he's just to, eat trying his... to eat his porridge. <laughs> and he's trying to enjoy himself. And he's rolling his camera while this chaos is happening between grandmothers, mm-hmm. y- young men, older yeah. men. So let's, let's have a look here. Yeah. How do you think this probably started? Uh,
0: it's it's hard to tell, but it's sure. it happens. Like I said, either people get pissed off about who's paying the bill. You know, when when everybody gets kind of to a certain level of drunkenness, anything can happen. Sure, it's just common in all cultures that sure. that fights can break out. I mean. If you go into a, a bar in South Africa, especially if, it, if it's an Afrikaner bar, man, you better watch out because, you know, you'll get this thing. It happened to me this one time. I'm in the bar and I went there and we called it a bonehead bar. And that's where the, the, the Dutchman, that's like the, I don't know how to explain this, Redneck. but like you get these very staunch Afrikaners and they, they're kind of like rednecks. I'm not saying all Afrikaans people are like this. It's just a subset.
1: These are the European Dutch people that moved sure. to Africa.
0: Yeah. And uh, I was in this bar and I'm there at the bar with a friend of mine and we're just having a drink and this guy is staring at me and he won't stop this like really big bulky guy and he's just like staring at me and I feel and I turn around and he says, what you looking at? And I'm like, nothing. He's like, you're calling me nothing. You know, and it's just, you know, you get that. Okay, it sure. happens. So you get bar fights everywhere and stuff in the world.
1: Well, um, I just wanted to point out though, like yeah. when I lived down south in China, these restaurant fights were just so common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't to the scale, but <laughs> like well, <laughs> yeah. sometimes, but it was it didn't usually involve these older women. Yeah, I know. But anyway, what would happen is someone would start screaming, they'd throw a bottle, and then someone yeah. called their friends, and then they'll just start beating each other up. Sometimes knives were involved, oh, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, but when I lived yeah. up north, it was w- kind of like what you just said. It would be somebody that's staring at someone, <laughs> someone's too drunk, and it's yeah. just bullshit this like machismo bullshit yeah. and a brawl would break out and spill out into the street and people just don't realize how common it is yeah. you know you know how often uh, this happens but anyway dude yeah so my favorite part here yeah. so we can scroll through yeah. here this guy starts getting into this brawl back here. Oh, yeah,
0: you see the, guy, the there's a guy busy punching someone on the floor. Right, which you kinda, can't see. Yeah, let which me, is I'll great. I'll get us out too. of here, yeah. So there's a guy who's wailing on someone on the floor there, right? Right. Then that guy is. He tries,
1: he tries to escape. You see, he's crawling
0: under the table to escape. <laughs> so this guy picks up the boiling, boiling hot pot.
1: Boiling with his bare hands. Which he splashes yes. all
0: over himself, basically. <laughs> and then he throws it onto the guy escaping. It's uh, boiling yeah oil and water yeah but he he hurt himself more of than the guy on the floor look of at course. that and then i just
1: love the guy still eating yeah exactly he's just carrying on eating
0: um and then like the woman's the, like yes! yeah get out of here there's um, more
1: more going on this back guy here. comes
0: to grab a bowl to use as a weapon right you know so let's um, continue. Yeah, I'll just play it a little bit. So he goes off. And then, and in the bam! background, bam, <laughs> you got
1: Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> exactly. With versus the chair. Doink the Clown. <laughs> with
0: just, the chair.
1: Yeah. Sla- wham, bam, slam, thank you, man. Yeah. I just love that there's boiling hot pots involved. <laughs> it's just pure ultimate cast. But if yeah. you keep going, I like that at the end, a piece of broken beer bottle lands. If you go right at right at the end there. Okay. okay it lands right. during at the, the porridge boy's bowl. Does it? I don't see it. You'll there. see. You'll see
0: okay where oh it wasn't there's there
1: a, there's a shard oh, like a okay. massive shard it lands it lands you can actually watch it land
0: oh really Yeah, I didn't see it let's try again No. Nope, so it's not someone
1: there. smashed yeah you can see it
0: okay I'll take your word for okay, it okay anyway
1: <laughs> the guy smashes the thing and it just flies right next to his bowl <laughs> he's they're <sitting>, they're still <laughs> yeah. sitting there filming yeah. that might have been his turning point to leave though Probably. Anyway, we just thought yeah. that was very, very funny.
0: Yeah, it's pretty funny. So I just wanted to show you that these kind of chaotic things break out. It's fairly common. Um, oh, yeah. And especially yeah. if you're on WeChat, you'll see a lot of these things shared sure. around. There's sure. always some nonsense going on. Yeah. I just got reminded of another Dutchman incident. Okay. I just sure. got to say, it's like it happened to a friend of mine, not me personally. But um, he also went to a bar and uh, a girl came up and started kind of being flirty with him. And... Uh, the guy all of a sudden obviously it was a planned thing so the girl starts flirting with him and he's just kind of like starting to talk to her and a big you know big burly guy comes up and's like you're trying to you're trying to chaff my chick because that's what they say you know uh, and he's like no it's like what you don't think she's pretty enough <laughs> you know there's always that some, makes me so angry <laughs> you have no mm-hmm. idea you cannot escape because sure. if you go out to like one of these clubs in south africa there will be a fight sure it's just the that's just what happens it's sure. like at the end of the night someone's going to the hospital sure <laughs> it's just how it goes
1: yeah i mean in china it's it's more like you usually won't be targeted as a foreigner. One yeah. time, though, I was—we were walking out of a restaurant, yeah. and a guy, a Chinese guy, just walks up to my friend and kicks him as hard as he can in the balls. And he yeah. goes, "It's because you're American." Yeah. That was literally like straight up whack.
0: Remember, remember when I
1: almost caused one of these? Yeah. With, with pigs' peak. I had to hold you. Hold. The, <laughs> that was a bad situation. I'm the moderator. Yeah, he was situation. the moderator.
0: I gotta, I gotta admit, I get out of hand sometimes when I drink a bit too much. And this guy walked in. And he was wearing one of those pop color. You know, Laoban t-shirts. It's, it's just too a, hard to explain. It's a polo it's shirt. It's like a really shit polo yeah. shirt. And it said Peak.
1: Imagine a neon polo shirt. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it said Peak, you know,
1: P-E-A-K, yeah, a, like a Mountain Chinese Peak. Brand. It's a Chinese brand. Sports.
0: So I, <laughs> I was feeling like a piece of shit at the time. I just, like I said, like, hey, man, I like your shirt in Chinese. I, I like your shirt. Peak. Great, great, great brand. brand. You know, like us being ironic. You were being ironic. It, yeah. it
1: was a douchey thing to do, but it didn't yeah. mean it. No, no.
0: But he thought I said pig. Right. That, like English word pig. Because Pe-
1: Peak. The letter I in Chinese sounds like E. Yeah, yeah. so it's so you say peak
0: peak or pig. So he went to go call his friends to come and confront me, and there was this big thing went on, and I was just like, "It was your fault." It was my fault. I'm not going to lie. But at the end, he was like, his friends were like, "You better apologize to." Yeah, I was like. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> can you just say sorry it was silly it was oh a silly
0: th- nobody got hurt no and nothing. actually
1: the boss of the restaurant gave us free beer because yeah, he was like sorry for like, the trouble no yeah no he was like he that was guy really was an asshole It was like no, no, it's my no fault. it was my fault <laughs> anyway anyway mm,
0: sorry uh complete different tangent no oh. it's fine
1: it's good context
0: Back to what's new. We uh, have to talk about something that's obviously very, very much in the yeah. news.
1: You talked about it in your video yesterday. Yeah, if you guys are interested, go check out my video. It's called yeah. What Actually Happened to Jack Ma. Yeah. Um, we're going to get a little bit more into some detail about this. Mm. Uh, explain. You can, you can explain Jack Ma this Okay.
0: Time. Um, we called it a while ago. Actually, on this podcast, we said, you know, look, Jack is probably going to mm. disappear. Right. Okay. And he did. And uh, this is unfortunately what happens. They say in China, there's a Chinese saying. It's pretty much around the whole world. There's a saying that's equivalent equivalent to this. But the the nail that sticks out gets hammered down. Sure. Okay. And when you've got somebody like Jack Ma who became incredibly rich over a very short period of time, became incredibly rich and influential, and just kind of went off the rails. You've seen the the ridiculous things he does. Like he's does his own kung fu movies and you know uh he dresses up like lady gaga and michael jackson and pretends to play the guitar and all that you put that in your videos hilarious the kind of stuff that he does but it's just a big egotistical egomaniac kind of thing that he does but he became too influential because he's the kind of person that would say something whether it's based in any truth or not but because he's so successful, the entire Chinese nation looks up to him as a role model, sure. especially as far as being a successful businessman is concerned. Sure. So if he went, if he were to say something like, you should buy stocks in the stock market, you can bet your bottom dollar that like 80% of China would suddenly go and buy yeah, stocks. Yeah.
1: He was very powerful okay. in terms of public opinion.
0: Especially when it comes to financial <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, you know, business type stuff. So he said a couple of things that the Chinese government didn't Yeah, like.
1: so he basically, well, he criticized the financial institutions, mm. really. And he did that after he was already threatened. Mm. So he was threatened, like the Chinese government basically, yeah. they, they put out, the, I can, why don't you scroll forward and show so we can refresh yeah. people's memory. Yeah, remember the, the horse. Skip skip that stuff. Okay. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, I thought that was just kind of funny stuff. Okay, so yeah. actually, a year ago, Kyle Bass called this, and I yeah. live streamed about this. It says, clockwork. Uh, look at the date here yes that was in uh september sorry it's covered up september yeah. that was september, september of 2019 Tem- yeah september 20. jack ma was forcibly removed from his position so this happened this is what when we started to get alarmed yeah. stripped of his shareholdings transferred to five unnamed individuals with the same address and will likely be jailed or disappeared within the next year this is she and how she and wang treat any chinese that become too powerful now here's the deal yeah, when Kyle Bass said this, there was conspiracy theory sure, shit being sure. flown, like thrown around like like crazy. They were like, "What are you talking about? He's not gonna be disappeared or sure. whatever." And literally. Within the next year, he was. <laughs> this is what happened. We also called this. Yeah. Um, now, long story short, if you go forward a little bit. Yeah. There was a, a, a very famous thing that happened. Um, I think I put the cloud thing. I guess no, I did we
0: we talked about that in like a couple of episodes. Yeah, a couple, sure. of yeah, episodes, a couple ago. episodes
1: ago. So you can guys go yeah. check that out. But anyway, they put out this thing about this uh, horse cloud thing. Yeah. It basically said. Because uh, his name in Chinese is Ma Yun, Yeah, which Ma means horse, Yun means cloud. Right. So, so they, they were like, like you're just a
0: cloud, away. you can just be blown away. It's kind of like a, a public threat It was a threat, and it, him.
1: It, two months later it happened. Yeah. Right, like, during uh, that two months. He just right. got blown away. Right. Now,
0: <laughs> not like, whoa, that's amazing, I'm blown away. Like, a lot actually, of, <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's what, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking yeah. of like Home Alone. Like, got <laughs> yeah. blown away, <laughs> sneak. <snake." laughs>
1: yeah. Anyway, long story short, what I wanted to get at was a lot of people came out of my video and they're like, well, what actually happened to him? When I say he's disappeared, it doesn't really matter. Like, I didn't say he's dead. No. Now, when I say he's disappeared, he, he probably will come out of the woodworks, of right? Either after being, a while. Either being very pro-CCP or very neutered from yeah, this whole yeah. scenario. There's a reason he's he's not in public eye right now.
0: Yeah, because they have to get him out of the public eye mm-hmm. because they need to quash this whole zeitgeist. They need to quash they the influence that he has. Yep. And it's the, the especially what he was leaning towards with his anti-IPO, his my thing, and his... His idea of the old institutions and stuff, you see, that's dangerous for the Communist Party because then they won't be able to properly control the the money. You know, it's something yeah. that would be outside of their control. So they're like, wait, 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 this is totally wrong. We've got to get this idea out of the heads of the people. So let's get rid of him for a while. Just put him on ice you know, he can come back a little you later. keep
1: using death references, and it's really throwing me off. Let's blow him away. Yeah.
0: Let's put him on. Ice. Well, you know what I'm saying. Just, just get him out of the picture. Let this whole thing blow over. Sure. You know, let, let everything and kind just of return to normal. One. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the time is right, we can kind of let him out on a leash. Sure. You know, sure. and that's what's going to happen. So a lot of people are saying, oh, no, he's just kind of retired or he's... He wanted to step out of the public eye. Are you kidding me? Someone who dresses himself up like Lady Gaga Mm. and Michael Jackson and dances around on stage and sings, uh, you know, unchained melody and and, and (laughs) Lion and Lion King stuff in front of his, you know, on a massive stage in front of all of his captive audience. Uh, he's not going to disappear from the limelight like No, no no, 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 He loves the limelight. He'll never yeah. disappear. He thinks he's better than Bruce Lee putting out these, like, c- kung fu movies yes. and stuff. Yes. Now, the thing is, yeah. his
1: arrogance is one thing, but the other thing mm. is that, like you said, he, the true underdog story is why mm. he got so popular in China yeah. is that we used to be a communist country that we couldn't do anything, we couldn't make money, we couldn't, mm. you know, everything was under government control, but look at what Jack Ma pulled out of his ass. Yeah. He got rejected from KFC, he got rejected from all these jobs and stuff, whether those stories are true or not. Yeah. I think it really shows the um you know the to riches stories that Chinese Chinese people really like, right? Yeah. They always have these admiration stories. My father in law always used to tell me ones about these little Jewish kids that would like steal the bagels from their their parents and then sell them and then their parents ended up being proud because they were entrepreneurs and stuff. They have all these stories in yeah. the Chinese zeitgeist that mm-hmm. show these like they were a little bit against the grain, but at the end of the day they became successful and people right. love that yeah, stuff, right? Sure. So he was like a huge hero to them. Now, the problem is, like you said, this type of arrogance when you let your head get that big. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think that was his choice. Oh, God, now I'm falling into the trap. Yeah, anyway. All right, yeah. When- <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know? I'm sorry. I do not intend to make fun of anyone's appearance. Mm. I did make a point in my video, though, that someone of his appearance in China would not be successful because, yeah. of, because of his appearance. So that was... Sure. That's another thing that people really look up to. Anyway, yes. my point being mm. is that people look up to someone like Jack Ma, and the, the Communist Party of China just can't deal with that. Because no. somebody of that status, with that much wealth, yeah. with that much power, with these corporations that can control swaths of the entire population, yeah. and people like primarily investing in these things instead of trusting the government, yeah. that's a huge thing. So when they get, put out that threat,
2: mm-hmm.
1: we immediately knew that it was gonna happen. Sure. And the thing is, this was all leading up when they stripped him of his title and stuff. Mm-hmm. That whole year, like, he still didn't keep his mouth shut. No. And that was the thing is, the CCP was kind of punishing him. They were going like, listen, you gotta, you got to kind of stay under reps here. And he still came out and criticized things because he thought that he was... Untouchable. The, untouchable.
0: That's a thing. That's an attitude that you find a lot in China, is people kind of... And this happens to expats, too. Yeah. A lot of expats I know, they're like, oh, I know people in the police, I'm fine, you know? Mm-hmm. And they just do their thing. Like, and you're mm-hmm. like, dude, you can't do that. That's like, it's okay. I got my guanxi, I got my connections. Uh, you know, nothing can happen to me until it does. Sure. And that's, that's what happens with a lot of Communist Party officials, people that are connected to the government, corruption, all that, is they just carry on doing whatever the hell they want because sure. they think they're untouchable sure. until they are actually touchable. Sure. And uh, I think the Communist Party does this on purpose to high-flying uh, celebrities and stuff. Simply because they need to prove to the whole populace that, hang on a second, it doesn't matter how powerful or influential you are. You can never supersede the party and you can never have more influence than us.
1: So, yeah, I think one of the reasons I want to bring this up in the Mm -hmm. podcast and something I didn't cover in my video was how many times actually this actually happened this this is this happens often okay yeah. Yeah. so people keep looking at jack ma as this he's the martyr for this this whole ccp thing this happens all the time why don't you go to the next the yeah. couple pictures i have some talking points this guy here um the next guy right here this guy's name is uh wu xiao mm-hmm. and he was the former chairman of anbang insurance group you probably don't know what that is but he was wildly wildly wealthy yes right uh, nine months after his disappearance, a trial against him quietly started in March 2018. And he was sentenced to 18 years in prison, right? right? He was one of the one of the largest insurers in China. Yeah. Uh, and they liquidated everything. everything. Of course, and
0: it's, it's incredibly profitable for the
1: Communist Party to seize the assets yes, of these guys. because they do all the hard work, right? Yeah, so they're like,
0: <laughs> oh, there's a lot of money right there. Let's sure. just grab it. We can right. use that.
1: Correct. Payday. Uh, his mom at one point pleaded for help on Twitter, saying she had no access to her son over the past two years. Yeah, he's he's gone.
0: You do find this a lot that when and this is an unfortunate thing, and I've seen this happen a lot, is that people that kind of despise the West and like Mm. really think China's the bee's knees and we're doing it all right. It's only when they get bitten by the Communist Party or they're bitten by the system that they thought was working with them, that they suddenly see. The value in Western freedom and Western freedom of speech. The rule of law, really. Yeah, and the rule of law. And that's why you'll quite often see pleads, like you said, on Twitter. You'll see these people going to the West, pleading to to Donald Trump, you know, in the Hong Kong Mm protest, pleading anywhere outside because they're like, hang on a second, we hate America, but you know what? Maybe they can save us because no matter what we say here, nothing's going to help us. Nothing. Sure. You know what I mean? Right. But they know that you could have some success by pleading your pleading your case to, like, the United Nations or some kind of big international organization. Oh, sure. So you see that, this, like, switch. Like, these guys, these expats stuck in China, they think China's the business. They're like, screw America. Screw the West. Screw sure. the U- European Union. And then when they get busted for smoking a joint or something, they're like calling up their embassy the first thing oh my god i'm in so much trouble can you help me out i've seen this happen to a lot of people yeah. and it's a massive double standard you know it is I mean?
1: it is and it's, it's usually honestly if you're talking about westerners that champion the system like mm. the ccp it's people it's nine nine times out of ten people that do not understand chinese no number that's one right, and yeah. do not understand china the country they live in yeah um and they, they like to just look at the fantasy of it yeah they
0: presume that yeah. they have a their own idea in their head about what's going on they walk past and they're like Oh, look at how free everyone is because they're in a park. Look, you know? Looking
1: up to the, the pro-CCP type shill people, right? Mm-hmm. To look up to their opinion because they think they, they like to imagine and pretend they understand China even though mm-hmm. they don't speak Chinese. To look up to someone like that for their opinion about China would be like looking up to, I don't know, like, like a, a third grader. Yeah, Actually, it would be like looking up to a kindergartner for their opinion on world politics yeah. or something yeah. because the, if you can't understand the basic fundamental language of the place that you're in... yeah then how are you going to understand how it works and how right? do you
0: understand the laws and stuff it's it's the same as if you were to say a fresh off the boat chinese person arrives in the united states sure. can't speak english not a lick doesn't right. know anything about the laws no. and just walks around randomly and he's like in his like, own mind is he's awesome. like oh i can do what i want he goes and walks into someone's yard and like sure. uh, eats the vegetables from the ground and, there yeah, and, be, and, yeah, and, and he'll, he'll be like and he'll be like hey guys look it's this is America. You can just freely go and take what you want. Sure. You know, it's, it's one of those kind of situations where you cannot understand the nuances or what's going on mm-hmm. around you unless you speak the language. Correct. At least, you know? Correct.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, so the next guy here, this is, I just wanted to shed some light. Mm-hmm. This, name mm-hmm. is, uh, this guy's name is Guo Guangchang, mm-hmm. and he was the chairman of Fosun, Fosun International, who was basically China's Warren Buffett, right? Yeah. He was also disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, massive, massive rich dude. Yeah. Um, but anyway continue All right. we, I just wanted to go through Fun Bing Bing is a good example she's not a billionaire but they even, they'll, they'll disappear celebrities just to make sure what's going on with her armpit there by the I way I don't know I guess she's just stretched out a little bit anyway, just curious. Um, That's, that a I, I was more worried about what, what's going on with the left side of her dress it's like falling apart it's like <laughs> it floating away anyway yeah. uh, Fun Bing Bing they'll make examples out of just normal celebrities right mm. or big, I should say big celebrities she's not powerful She's not like a powerful. Dude, no, I mean, come on. But she's powerful in public opinion.
0: Uh, when this happened, everybody was just dumbfounded. They couldn't understand what happened to her because she just disappeared. Sure. Her agents didn't know where she was, sure. where she she was. I don't her know why. Her family surprised about didn't this. know where she was. You know, her fans. Because she just stopped. All of her uh, social media disappeared. Sure. Uh, all the kind of movies that she was involved in and stuff just stopped. Everything stopped. Nobody knew what had happened to her. And uh, you have to equate that with a, a big Hollywood celebrity. Like, I don't know, you take your pick. Yeah, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Yeah, let's just Tom Cruise. Imagine Tom Cruise is just like on the set of a movie one day, like, yeah, promoting his things. And then the next day, nobody can find him. And his agents can't find him. And Universal Pictures or whatever can't find him. And none of his fans or family can find him it's just like bam what's going on here and that's what happened to her and then she resurfaced like four months later thanking thanking the ccp
1: for her disappearance
0: yeah thanking them for putting her straight yeah that she's She's more grounded now yeah Yeah. it's not clear and they they got her on like tax evasion or some crap like that but obviously
1: it's it's a spectacle the ccp it, it doesn't matter what you think even mm. if you're not even this big, mm. at a local level, they can make an example out of someone too. Yeah. They will arbitrarily detain people. Look what happened to Michael. Yeah. Double Michaels. Yeah, so.
0: both Michaels. Yeah. I
1: um, mean, this happens often. Yeah. You will be made an example out of if it's convenient for the party and they, need, they either need to silence you, seize your asses, or in a smaller case, maybe just make people scared. Just yeah. not speak out. It's like that guy that... Got a, he got interrogated and arrested because he sent a WeChat message about uh, those damn police officers. Yeah. yeah, Then the cops came immediately, made an example out of him, put him in shackles, and said, "You know, you better apologize publicly." Sure. This is how it's a it's a mafia system. Yeah, of China's like the mafia. They will they'll shut you up, they'll disappear you. Yeah, they will intimidate they'll you by you.
0: going after your family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, this is very often. <laughs> yeah. This
1: is very the most common yeah. thing especially your kids and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's very very sick. So, but yeah,
0: anyway. uh, Jack Ma is not the first and he won't be the last. And so those of you who are wondering what happened to Jack Ma, he has been disappeared because he's now inconvenient and he's uh, going against what the party wants people yes. to believe. And Correct. Uh, you don't do that, especially if you have influence in China. Correct. It's also why we are no longer
1: in China. Correct. Anyway, so, um, um, I wanted to go through a couple funniest. funnies. Oh, the funnies.
0: Yeah, okay. We'll go back to that then.
1: Now, Jack Ma, just to... Um... <laughs> What Was I gonna say? Oh, Jack Ma. He's the founder of Alibaba. Yeah. And in the in the process of doing all my research for my video slash this one, I just wanted to go through some of the absolutely ridiculous things. Oh yeah. You can buy precursor chemicals for drugs on yeah. Alibaba. I'm not even joking. Like precursor yeah. chemicals to make illicit drugs. Sure. But I made it, to, it. I made a little timeline here, or like a little scenario here. So the next the next picture here. Okay. So yes. after you get your precursor chemicals, you probably need a, a cartel plane. Yeah, right? exactly. So, so you, you can buy actually buy an airplane here. Sure. For two hundred grand, but if you buy five, you get uh, oh, you four get a grand discount. Off, yeah. Yeah. Um, then you know, if you're a respectable cartel leader and you want to bury your opponents, mm-hmm. you can buy a coffin.
0: Yeah, like body bags as well.
1: You could do that as well. Yeah, there is a body. What the heck? <laughs> you can buy fresh garlic, by the way. Not related, but what we do need to tell you about is if your garlic is from China, and it probably is. Yes, um, it's usually made by slave labor.
0: Well, you know that the, how they cornered the market on that. Yeah, it <clears throat> is. They do. Tell them. Yeah, basically, um, <clears throat> garlic is the the process of like peeling the garlic and like preparing it is a mm. very labor intensive, mm. right? Mm. And so if you're running a garlic farm, an organic garlic, garlic farm or whatever here in, in the States or in Australia or something like that, um, first of all, your breath's going to smell bad, I'm sure. But, you know, there's a lot of um, labor involved. And so it's expensive. So, you know, in order to be competitive, what China did was they basically – got prisoners to do it and there's lots of footage documenting this it's sure. an actual fact it's not hearsay no. so the prisoners don't get paid okay so they cut all the labor costs out so they can basically just for free get all the garlic processed and then ship it over and uh they can undercut anyone in the world because slave labor of prisoners is kind of illegal i think in oh, most oh, places oh, really? oh, interesting. you can't force them to do this because it's actually really terrible work it involves soaking things and sure. you know fingernails come off and stuff it's pretty crappy it is um And so just so you know, if you're getting garlic from China, it's, you know, forced prison labor. It says
1: greater than or equal to 10 tons for $900. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of garlic. Yeah. I think the MOQ might be 10 tons, but mm -hmm. maybe it's $900 a ton. That's a, either way that's cheap, it's super
0: though. cheap and that's why you can't compete no you
1: know i mean if you talk to this guangdong fui agricultural products like you guys don't understand the i, I need to do a video at some on the, uh mm-hmm. at some point on the black hole of alibaba because yeah if i got a hold of that company and i might do this it'd be interesting yeah get a hold of some of these companies and i'll be like oh interesting like do you actually use prison labor because like you because it's, mm-hmm. it's you get a little cheaper you know i won't <laughs> tell anybody i'm sure i can get a response out of these people Yeah, probably but I mean, be interesting.
0: There, there have been exposés about this. I know, so you I know. Can, I'm you saying, can look it up. There's it's just, proper it's
1: here to buy from me yeah. There's exposés, but you wouldn't expect me to be able to do, buy it today. You know,
0: speaking of uh, this kind of thing that's out there in the open, um, that's, that's something I've always found fascinating about China is, you know, for instance, prostitution is fully illegal. Sure. But you'll find those stickers everywhere and the yeah. cards that are out in public that completely tell you what services you can get and it's got a phone number to call so like the illegal stuff is out there in the open yeah and remember when we ran our motorcycle shop yeah now we were riding i think we were riding through hunan and we had these terrible roads okay mm. and our uh, like on my motorcycle the license plate fell off remember yeah so i still had my front one but i didn't have my rear one and the process to apply for a replacement through the usual like normal things was just horrendous because foreign like if you're a foreigner anyway yeah that's why we had to have our bikes put in our wives' names or, you yep, know, yep. other you know, friends' names and stuff because it's just such a mess. So it was such a hassle and we tried for like a month to get a replacement and eventually we were like, screw this. So we went on to Taobao, similar to Alibaba, you know, it's uh, the it's, it's the, the eBay. It's, it's the eBay or Amazon, Amazon. Of, It's like it's, Amazon. It's Amazon. Amazon of China. And there was a place selling license plates. So we're like... Um, you know, can you make us a, a license plate the same as what it was? They're like, yeah, sure. Because it's le- you have it's, a legal plate. Yeah, I have a legal plate, but obviously it's illegal to forge of a course, license plate. Course, but it's
1: right there. You could buy yeah, it right but, there. But here's These the are thing. Criminals.
0: Yeah, they were like, yeah, should they send you a message? Sure. Um, but then what they do is they say, uh, what is the part number you yeah, would like yeah, on yeah. your, you know, plastic replacement? They yeah. said it's like a plastic replacement on a bike. We're like, okay, and we yeah, put yeah. in the part number. Not only did they send us the fake license plate, but they sent us fake actual stickers you know like tags that you get on your plates to say like if it's legitimate they sent us actual well i don't even know if they were fake they They probably were real they look like they they were connections and they sent they said oh and if you want a driver's license or anything like that we can do that too and it's like, but it's there. It's out there yeah. on the on e commerce. You can buy stuff. heroin and meth and stuff. Yeah, you,
1: on top can, it's, you just have to use secret code language. It's basically. just
0: ridiculous what you can it's get. It's
1: crazy. China's such a lawless place. Yeah, when it comes to but it's still to that very sort of thing. lawful. Yeah. What do we got here? Uh, these are Tom and Jerry potato chips. Uh, mm-hmm. They're also halal. I just. That popped up i don't know why that it said mm-hmm. if i was into interested in garlic it said i'd be interested in these okay interesting which is interesting this is a liposuction machine okay so if you want one of those for your house sure um, no. you can literally my point is you can literally find anything it's the yeah. wild east of the internet oh
0: yeah no, it's it's pretty it's intense crazy. Well, everything that's made in china eventually finds its way onto alibaba because if you are uh the owner of a company and you go get something made in china so you provide all the designs and you know you just go to a factory that will leak to you yep. know, the factory owner's cousin or something. Dude,
1: there's and, any product has a million versions. Yes, yeah,
0: so, and then you'll find OEM versions of your right. product yep. on Alibaba the yep. next day. That's why it's so dangerous to do business in China is because you actually end up losing, not only do you lose all your intellectual property and all your research and everything, because it just gets copied, yeah. but then the copy guys will undercut you, your own product, and actually force you out of the market.
1: And then copy guys will do that to their own friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so just, just be yeah, aware of that. We've yeah. warned you before. Anyway, I, I definitely want to do a deep dive or something. Yeah,
0: we are going to answer some super chats before we go over to yes. our main topic, which is all about the capital building and stuff. Mas so.
1: Yada, CCP is struggling to find a Jack Ma lookalike. There's actually a lot of Jack Ma lookalikes. So it was a huge thing on WeChat for a while. Oh, month. really? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, JD Man, hey guys, pick up some silver bullets on me. We Fantastic. will. Fantastic! Can't wait. Thanks for keeping up the fight for spreading the truth about the dangers the CCP poses to their own people and to Western nations. Absolutely, JD mm-hmm. Man. Thanks very much. Yeah. Um, this person doesn't even have a username. That's interesting. It's interesting. Maybe you like try select name,
0: it. Thing. Maybe it's a little hidden character. No, that's bizarre. It's a hidden, it's a alt 0254 is what it is. <laughs> ASCII code, you know?
1: It is, mm, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, thank you very much. And Emmanuel Turnin with the biggest super chat we've ever received. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. You don't understand how much the Alps is right now, like specifically. Thank you. Thank you Please very much. Please accept this modest contribution in Her Majesty's currency, mm. the finest sterling, the finest. sterling. sterling silver. Yeah. Uh, I'm originally from the EU, super pro-European. Despite this, I decided to move to the UK last July and I don't really regret my choice while the EU is betraying its values signing an investment deal with the CCP the UK is allowing persecuted hong kongers to come and settle here yeah. and i can totally back you on that yeah. very disappointed in the EU right now mm-hmm. um but thank god we have the US and the UK right now to actually not do pull deals yeah. like this yeah. <clears throat> um and props to the UK for allowing the hong kongers yeah
0: i in. i think it's it's the correct thing to do i just wish that they um could do the same with us south africans you know who my mother has a british passport you bastards you should let me in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding anyway uh, let's continue not kidding we
1: worked to work yeah. to get you here so. yeah absolutely um michael lad mm. uh, what a lad you are thank yeah. you very much i love what you guys do yeah hey guys no questions just want to say thank you and appreciate the both of you from brett bazam demand thank, thank you. you very much case closed 93 i was driving and i wanted to listen to you guys but spotify doesn't have your recent episodes Is There a reason why well, I upload them on Spreaker, so they should be going up. Yeah, we have I mean, this. We the Spreaker
0: basically is a distribution. Yeah. So we put it on there, and then it uh, spreads
1: out to Spotify I know it goes to and iTunes, iTunes and... immediately. Yeah. Ma- maybe it takes Spotify,
0: a while it goes Spotify. almost
1: immediately. because I'm have test- up to date. So. Okay. I don't know. Well,
0: sorry about that. We'll
1: try to make sure. I'll look it's into on- it after the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank it's you. Uh, Zachary, new infections in Harbin. What is new in China? So, Zachary, mm. um, actually, we're going to save yours. We've got a whole episode, we have a whole episode, about episode that. next week that we've already planned. Yeah. Um, we're currently getting more information, so we're waiting. We're putting that to next week. Yeah,
0: I mean, we've got big lockdowns in China right yeah. now in certain areas, and uh, for instance, I'll just say one thing that's happened sure. is um, a friend of mine that's uh, living in Dongguan at the moment has just contacted me to tell me that him and every other English teacher, basically foreign teacher in the city, has been given the day off, mm. um, and they all have to be tested because this is the logic. Um, I think it is a British guy who was in Hangzhou, flew down for New Year's to Dongguan through through Guangzhou to go and have fun with his friends. And he went to a couple of restaurants and stuff. And then it turned out that he somewhere along the line caught the disease. Now they're blaming him as being a foreigner, which is dumb because he was in Hangzhou teaching then flew down to, you know, right now it's you flying around, you're doing anything in China, they're testing you all the time, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like you don't get tested. So he wasn't positive. He ended up getting positive down in Guangdong, in, in the Dong Dongguan. Don't get confused here, guys. Dongguan is a city in Guangdong. It's the like same characters flipped around, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, he got positive. So now the government's like, oh, a foreigner came in here and gave us this disease. Now, because he's a foreigner, he must have mingled with every other foreigner in the city. So let's take all the foreigners off work and test them all. So this all right. is just one of the things that has recently happened. And I'm telling you what, guys, this is just... A little tip of the iceberg. We'll get into it next week. It's far worse, far worse in China than they make you believe. And that's the playbook. They have to be like that at the moment. They have to. They've already announced to the world that they've overcome this thing. So for them to go out there and say, listen, we're struggling, we're having issues here, here and here would be a massive loss of face. So that's why right now they're suppressing any real information about any of these breakouts uh, and so you don't hear about it. So sure. You
1: know? Save some for next week.
0: Yeah, I'm, joking. Yeah, I'm joking. There's yeah, totally. tons of new yeah. stuff to talk about on that
1: topic. Mm. Yeah. Uh, somebody said that every time they see me they want to eat In-N-Out Burger for some reason. In-N-Out's awesome. Um, and I want to eat In-N-Out Burger. You've given me that stereotype and you're going to make me obese now. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, oh, last one I'll do. Mad Rocks 303 sub to your patrons. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks Keep so at enough. it. I appreciate the live streams. We'll, do. we'll catch up with you, you guys after the next segment.
0: Alright guys, so now it's soft power hour where we talk about uh, the ways the channel Chinese government is weaseling their way into your brain, just like a cult, and changing your mind and programming you to think. We've got a
1: lot of cult aspects coming up yeah, soon, especially yeah, in your sure. video tomorrow. Yeah,
0: yeah, my video tomorrow speaks a lot about uh, we'll, cults. And we'll
1: stuff. also get into the cults and some other content as yeah. well. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're on a cult kick right now.
0: Yeah, and the CCP is actually just, can be compared to a massive cult, really. Sure. But anyway.
1: Anyway, um, uh, long story short, this was not going to be our topic until it happened yesterday, yeah. so... There is. uh, I spent all morning uh, Mm -hmm. perusing the Chinese internet and going through Chinese language media to see what the reaction would be. I'll I'll be honest with you. I'm going to be totally, totally honest with you. I wasn't looking forward to seeing what the reaction to yesterday's events would be on the (laughs) Chinese internet. Oh, I was uh, just because it's predictable. Yeah, I didn't want to have to keep reading the same drivel. But it was exactly as I predicted it would be. Yeah, me too. So. The the statement I made at the beginning of the podcast, if you guys are tuned in, is that the to to equate what happened yesterday at the Capitol Building to the Hong Kong protests is wrong. Yeah, uh, and maybe not in the same way you might think. I'm talking about it's wrong because they're they're completely unrelated. Yeah. Now, what's happening here on the Chinese internet and in the Chinese zeitgeist is that the pro CCP type people are go- they're reveling in what happened. Oh, they're they're, they're, loving they're it, lapping yeah. it up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm and the reason being is that they are equating Mm -hmm. that fallacy that yesterday what happened is the same as what happened in hong kong where millions of people took to the streets and tried to fight tyranny and oppression under the one of the least free governments in the entire world from taking over their territory okay what they're saying is that it's a beautiful sight to behold yes and
0: we're finding this on on all of my videos you know Whenever the 50 Cent Army, they get this idea, oh, I got you a gotcha moment. They will go to all my videos and sure. copy-paste some yeah. garbled shit. And that's what they'd be doing. Like, what a beautiful site. This is real democracy, you know? Mm. That's their whole thing. It's like, what they're trying to say is like, look at up bullshit you are because I think it was um, Nancy Pezombie or whatever her name is What that, that, old, Nancy woman, Pelosi. that yeah. old woman that old woman that looks horrible sure. she's, she's wow that's not very nice
1: she, <laughs> she looks joking. terrible
0: I'm sorry that's my own personal opinion she looks kind of mean yeah she looks like that horrible grandma like aunt that, that despises children <laughs> okay. anyway yeah, yeah, um, she said something along those lines that this is a uh, democracy it's a beautiful sight to behold didn't she say something I, I can't remember if it was her or not well, I don't know if it was, it was her one, it was
1: something Someone Someone
0: in the government, okay, it shows you how much I pay attention to this stuff, but someone in the government said something like that in regards to To the Hong Kong protests protests when they were happening, Mm -hmm. and uh, so they're kind of using that as like a gotcha moment. Oh, yeah? Well, you said that about, you know, the, the... protests and the riots here in hong kong now we're going to say that about the protests and riots in in america sure but you can't equate the two at all
1: no so mm. i actually want the, the china release a public statement yes let's uh, take a look from one of our favorite uh, ladies hua Ying. Mm. don't worry who about blo- it. who is blocked we... you on twitter yeah she's blocked me always have to yeah um, there's um, no audio here there's so no we'll audio so
0: it. yeah we'll read it for you guys at home we'll get ourselves out of here so people can see the subtitles but she said some of the u.s media react differently <clears throat> to the similar events happened in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday Pretty and much. Hong Kong back in 2019. <clears throat> this, is the, this is the state's <laughs> official outlet. Okay? But
1: she's, the funny thing is they have all the time in the world to translate. I know, they just
0: don't do it. Okay. The mainstream media in the U.S. all condemn this, the capital chaos, as a violent event using the words rioters, troublemakers, mob, and disgrace. Do you like
1: that black and white logic there? All... Yes. Oh, everyone said that. Yeah. Everyone said that. Yeah.
0: Anyway. It's ridiculous, anyway. But what words did they use to describe the violent rioters in Hong Kong? Question mark A beautiful sight to behold, depicting the violent protesters as democracy heroes and saying American people stand with them. Some people in the U.S. react completely differently to the events in Hong Kong in 2019 and today's events in the U.S. The sharp contrast... The reasons behind it makes one ponder, and deserves serious and profound reflection. Okay. Um, Yeah. Before we get onto what's going on in the background,
1: let me rip rip her to shreds. Go for it. Go for it. Can you put her on there? I don't want to look at this like Jurassic Park. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Anyway, we'll get to that. Okay. Huatinying. Here's the deal. Mm. Now, I won't speak to her directly. I'll be polite and speak to the subscribers instead. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the problem with this. When you use black and white logic like this. -hmm. You are insinuating that everyone is exactly the same and has the same opinion, right? So, number one, the first fallacy is that you're assuming that the people, every single person in the entire country, everyone in America condemned the actions of what happened in the Capitol Hill building.
0: No, tons of people love it. (laughs) Obviously, some
1: people supported it, right? Didn't say I'm one of them, but Mm -hmm. they're your first error is just assuming that everyone was against that and it yeah. just got out of control and it wasn't planned mm. and it was completely a mistake, sure. right? Everyone was against it. Obviously, there were some people in support of what was happening. Mm. Number two, the issue is the the actions of the people that said, um, we support what, what the freedom fighters in Hong Kong. We support the pro-democracy advocates mm-hmm. Joshua Wong all these people and the, the millions of people that the Overwhelming majority of people in Hong Kong that supported democracy as yeah. opposed to CCP authoritarianism the people that said it's a beautiful sight to behold are referring mm-hmm. to the movement an act of peacefully protesting yes. against Beijing they are not Referring to the acts of violence, they
0: never did, yeah,
1: and setting things on fire <laughs> and looting and destruction that did take place. Now, yeah. I will admit, it wasn't as bad as as people as the CCP likes to admit. Sure, and actually, the majority of the violence came from the fact that they hired freaking triads from mainland China to go beat up kids. Sure, and there was actual police brutality and the police violence and yeah. the police violence. Anyway, that aside, when people say that they are, it's a beautiful sight to behold, and I agree with them. Yeah. They are talking about the millions of people that stood up for their freedom in face of real tyranny. Yes, Okay, when tyranny. I say real tyranny, in America, I'll take the stand. I have to take the stance, it doesn't matter what you think. You can be a Trump supporter, a Biden mm-hmm. supporter, whatever, a Bernie supporter, this True. supporter, a libertarian, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. You have the ability yeah. to change and sway what's happening in the future. And a lot of people like to really get on my throat about this and say, you're deluded and that's not how it works here. That's bullshit. The bedrock and systems of the U.S. are solid, hmm. and there is a system here where you are allowed to do this. You can pinpoint and and, and try to find little, uh, what's it called? They like can try little to examples. find little examples here yeah. and there that where that flies in the face of that, like uh, the woman in Florida that was told to shut up about coronavirus sure, numbers, sure. or the, the the woman, unfortunately, who was shot. Well, that was her right. fault. Well, I mean didn't she, she go into like the secret, secret service, service area? my My point being is you mm. can pick whatever you like, right? in yeah. whatever stance you have, mm. I don't I don't even have a stance currently. It just happened. I have to look more into this. That yeah. being said, you can look into the scenario and say, oh, you know, look at the, f- the failings of our democratic set- state and all this kind of stuff. But guess what? The people in the Capitol building, to me, just showed how how what a solid bedrock America actually is. Sure. If this happened in China, OK, I'm not talking about Hong Kong. Yeah, I'm talking China. about If this happened in mainland China, what happened yesterday? It would be, <laughs> be Tiananmen 2.0 yeah. times 100.
0: Yeah. Imagine just going to the whole of the peoples or whatever in Beijing in Tiananmen Square there and trying to break in as a mob. Sure. The PLA would kill everyone. Yes. As they have in the past. It's been proven. You know, it's it's ridiculous that that um you know, they look down on this kind of thing. The fact that one only one person got shot. Sure. Shows you just what a what a good system it is. You, America gets a hell of a lot of uh, criticism for being like gun crazy and everyone's mm-hmm. got guns and there's gun violence everywhere. If I mean, I also would think that if you've got this like violent mob breaking into the government building, that there would be a lot more chaos, a lot more people injured and killed, and only one person gets shot. Sure. It just shows you how much constraint and and uh, you know that most people have. Sure. And the fact that it didn't get out of hand, it's just ridiculous to me. I still can't believe only one person got shot. Sure.
1: Yeah. Why now not? a lot of a lot there was a lot of turmoil this year in America. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of uh, the Antifa things. Yeah, we had yeah. the BLM stuff, and then we had the Capitol building thing. These yeah. events. I- isolated events, right, if you mm-hmm. look at these events. It does look fairly tumultuous, right? It does. Now the thing is, is that the core foundation of this country has not been shook, right? Yeah. Whether you want to believe that the White House has been like infiltrated by this and that, literally I could be talking from both sides right sure, now. Sure, sure. Whether you want to believe that or not, it's completely up to you, but guess what? You know what happens in the next election is that what happened yesterday, what transpired yesterday, and actually throughout the mul- multitude of events throughout this year, yeah, is that both sides now both parties, if not the entire political spectrum, now has to regroup and mm-hmm. figure out how to please different groups of people now. Because yes. there is clearly a subset of people who are very upset, who, yeah. s- who storm the Capitol building, right? Sure. There's a subset of people that feel like they're not being fairly represented. And guess what? Now they have to be represented in sh- some way, shape, or form sure. to, to allow that democratic process to continue, yeah. right? Yes, there is a schism. Yes, there are people at odds it is what the media wants you to be. Yeah. right? And I like, I hope people are big brain enough to actually see past yeah. that. Um, I hope most people are just being reasonable. But at the end of the day, the core foundation of democracy and freedom has not been shaken. In fact, I think yesterday, and actually everything that happened this year, you can take every single instance this year, doesn't matter what you agree with or what you believe in, has shown some semblance of freedom of expression. Sure, And that's something that America has, and it's something that Hong Kong was supposed to have. So can you I, cannot yeah. equate that. With the Hong Kong protests.
0: I might be quite unpopular by saying this, but it didn't affect anything. And, you know, here's here's something from an outsider's perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, this happened yesterday. <clears throat> Guess what? This morning, the garbage truck's still picking up my garbage over sure. here. My water still runs. My electricity still runs. My neighbor still says, hi, Winston, when I walk out. You know, nothing around me changed. No. Okay? I haven't seen a change. Political change is different
1: than what systems yeah. we yeah. have in
0: place. W- what I'm trying to say here is that... Um, if it weren't for such a hyper focus on these incidents by the mainstream media and so on, and I'm proving a point here, I wouldn't think anything had happened. Okay. Nothing has changed at all. And nothing has changed through any of these big riots or protests, unless of course you were living in that area and were affected by it or took part in these things. It probably did not affect your life in your everyday life. And, um, you know, I was here, On a a holiday, actually, or during my trip, when the first election, when Trump was first elected and there was a big hoo-ha, nothing happened there either. Nothing happened during this whole thing. I'm just saying from a, on the ground, I can't see it from my house perspective, okay? The difference is, is that in China, when these big things happen, and big things happen all the time around China, you wouldn't know they happen because the news doesn't report on it because they're not allowed to. And this is a big difference, and that's why so many people feel as if China is so much more stable, but you think these riots and things don't happen they happen all the time <laughs> huge like villages attacking they the police stopped and counting yeah
1: the amount of civil unrest there was in china yeah. more than four hundred thousand cases per year and yeah. then they stopped counting yeah exactly pitchforks fireworks being launched at police headquarters yeah. literally bulldoze, uh, bulldozers overturned buildings on fire happens all the time in china but there is no transparent media. No. See, I can't hear about it, right? No, exactly. So some people would like to I mean, I'm seeing a lot of comments right now people talking about how deluded we are to What you have to understand is we do see the fallacies. We do see the problems yeah. here in the US. We see them because they are there. We yes. drove through we drove through downtown Hollywood the other day and were incredibly Incredibly upset with the amount of unbelievable amount of homelessness. Oh, yeah, yeah Doesn't matter who what fingers you pointed anyway. We
0: went under bridges and we were filming the. we the filmed it tents. We
1: saw we, we came face to face with it because we know it's an issue, yeah, right? Yeah, we understand the issues here So don't say I'm deluded You know what yeah. it takes sometimes and the people calling us deluded is it takes you for you to step out of your comfort zone Because I can guarantee you a lot of these people that are saying this have not lived abroad for ten plus years Yes, because you haven't seen the alternative. Yeah, okay you, you can compare whatever you want to whatever news network you're watching, but you haven't stepped out of your comfort zone and seen the alternative yet, Yeah, most likely.
0: Also, uh, I would like, there's a reason why we've got that Jurassic Park looking thing going <laughs> on here. Yes. Let me show you what's going on. Yes. When I was 13 years old, okay, <clears throat> this was going to be the end of, uh, end of apartheid um, in South Africa. And they were having the big sort of meetings to finalize all the documents and things like that in the World Trade Center in, I think it was in Kempton Park. Mm-hmm. The Beer, or the AWB, stormed the building. Let me show you a little bit of this, okay? So they took an armored car and they rammed it through into the World Trade Center and they stormed it. Not,
1: not the American World Trade Center. No, no, no.
0: That also got hit by a vehicle, yes, but a plane. not a different vehicle. Yeah. So anyway, you know, here they came in here and they're like a paramilitary groups. Um, they're, they're like white supremacists yeah they are right wing um, they're actually more like Afrikaner supremacists oh, if that yeah, makes that, sense yeah. so it's more it's, it's more about the supremacy of the Afrikaners and they've got their flag looks like the swastika basically <laughs> they couldn't you come, know it's like different so they they went in there and they went their Ina Folk thing and they went and stormed the building and so this this happened when I was 13 years old in South Africa and
1: uh, <laughs> it's I, yeah, zoom. I, yeah I know
0: <laughs> but you know th- this is something that that happened. And again, it didn't change anything. Maybe leave it on there. Right, okay, there. OK, we'll leave it on there. It didn't actually end up changing anything. Of course, the, the bill carried on, got signed. All this stuff that had to happen had happened and the transfer of South Africa mm. went on. But I, I saw some parallels there, you know, it was a big hoo-ha thing. But at the end of the day, nothing happened. And I think we're going to find the same with this. This, what happened to me, just shows that there is the freedom for something like that to actually happen in this country. To me, it's a positive thing. No violence is positive, by the way, and I definitely no deaths or anything, but the fact that this kind of thing was allowed to happen without the military just gunning everybody down like they would do in China mm-hmm. um, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see a result from this one way or the other, you know, it's, sure. it's whatever this process of the vote count or whatever, it's still going on. I'm saying on. in the
1: zeitgeist yeah. of this whole thing, there yeah. will be change because yeah, things absolutely. are being addressed. Right?
0: Guess what? It's over.
1: Right.
0: It was a day. Right. It's done. That's it. It's not like the Hong Kong protests that went on forever and there were like millions of people involved and just going on, taking on the streets and and all this kind of stuff. Um, And so, of course, the rest of the world, especially countries like China, are going to make a big thing out of it as if this is a part of daily life in America. And this is what everybody's experiencing, where the majority of Americans, at least that aren't in Washington, D.C. right now, aren't actually affected by this. They're affected mentally. And they believe that, oh, you know doesn't matter which side you're on. This is terrible because of this. This is terrible because of that. This is going to change our, our politics. I'm going to have to pay more tax. There's less freedom here. There's, this, there's all this kind of crap going on. But at the end of the day, if you want to look at it from a, an outside-the-box perspective, um, it's actually not as bad as people are making no. it out to be.
1: You're, you, are, <laughs> you are under constant uh, attack from basically advertising, if you talk about like most of mainstream media, it's advertising. Yeah. They want you to be very alarmed at, in both both sides of the story here. Yeah. Very alarmed at what's happening. Yeah and it's everything's burning down and everything's gonna be over and it, it's all absolutisms yeah everything's gone there goes our freedom there goes this right yeah yeah oh it's already been taken over by this you yeah. don't understand it's all rotten to the core sure right? sure you don't understand that, that that's not how logic works right yeah. you, you're feeding into that bullshit yeah. and this is exactly what China is feeding off of and this is what bothers me yeah. this is why we brought this up is that you see Chen Noi Hua which is our our favorite foul mouth oh yeah bastard. he's the fucking mosque. that's him <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he's the one that th- th- flings the f-bombs around and tweets yeah. anyway he uh basically secretary pompeo said it was unacceptable what happened sure. yesterday and everybody has the right to peace pro- peaceful protest In chen wei hua again not to not to defend senator secretary pompeo but i have to with his statement here sure. um you condemn the hong kong mobs who stormed the hksar legislature council uh building and vandalize everything inside so here we are again china with this absolute words, in, absolute words yeah. in your mouth bullshit. Yeah. this mm-hmm. is how china does is what watch union just did in her yeah. speech which was the state literally the statement from, yeah. this, from the government mm-hmm. about what happened what they do is they have to equate everything to completely black or white so mm-hmm. when secretary pompeo says anything or any politician in the u.s says anything about how the the rights of the hong kong people are good to go out and protest yeah. They're, they I can, I can speak on their behalf by saying they're not talking about violence. Yeah. They're not talking yeah. about people going out and being violent, and setting people on fire. Sure. They like to say this all the time. I've seen YouTubers do this too. They're like, "What about that guy in Hong Kong that set the old man on fire?" Because what
0: a scumbag individual. That yeah. I was. We're not. Yeah. Nobody
1: celebrating that. Yeah. Who's celebrating? If you're celebrating that, you're a psychopath. And this is exactly the Chinese logic: is that if you're celebrating Hong Kong democracy, then you're celebrating violence and vandalism. I know
0: it's ridiculous. No. no.
1: It's it's like saying like what happened yesterday if you if you think it was good that people were able to protest yesterday then immediately all the people that vandalized went inside the store that means you're only supporting those people No right?
0: I I condemn the people that actually break in and try to do sure, bad but things But China doesn't want
1: doesn't want yeah, that but the separation
0: fact, Yeah I'm awful peaceful protests but you're always going to get Bad eggs, you know, mixed in amongst the rest to get caught up in the moment and do bad things. This happens every time. It doesn't matter which side of the fence, you know. Sure. It doesn't matter if you're leftist or rightist or centrist or whatever. There's always going to be that little core group of nasties in there that are going to take it to the next level and ruin it for everyone else. Correct you know right so that's just kind of what you have to come to expect
1: and I do want mm. everyone on, out there to the it's mm. I know it's just the con, the live comments and people the yeah. most vocal people are gonna be out there yeah have to understand that when Winston and I are speaking about this we're not coming from a perspective politically at all no 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 what we're me and Winston and I both are different politically mm. yet yeah, we completely. can still completely agree that authoritarianism is not a good thing no in no. authoritarian China authoritarian comments China we both live through it for over a decade yeah and we both know know what its direction it's going in right now, yeah. and I think that everyone on, should be on the same page, and that's why I don't like to see this factionalism and divisionism. Yeah, There needs to be unity. It doesn't matter what political side you're on. The unity in that you don't want a government like this running your country or yeah. even having a minute influence over your nation. I promise you, you do yeah. not want this. Yeah. It is a very slippery slope and a very dark path to go down. It's like the Sith. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I think, and this is a point I'm making in my tomorrow video, not to take away from it, but at the end of the day, you have a situation where a lot of people are very disenfranchised. They feel like there's no hope. It doesn't matter if you're Mm -hmm. left-wing, right-wing, centrist. You're looking at this political situation, whether it be in the US or the EU or Brexit or whatever it is, and you're like, like, you've lost hope. You're like, "Everything, everything that I support and everything that I've fought for or everything that I've believed in or believe in is kind of just you know, it's all gone. There's nothing I can do about it. It's It's gone to the wayside. It's gone to shit. It's going badly. And then they see something, they see China with a strongman stance about like, we will maintain harmony in society. We will lock down and get rid of the COVID virus. And they're taking it at face value, mm. right? And they're like, man, I wish we had that kind of stability. You know, man, I wish that we had a system that kind of just you know, sure. stuck to this. and It's and face value. It's, it's all this. And so they start to look to China as some kind of a role model. And this is dangerous because what they don't realize is just how how incorrect that information and that, uh, sure. that image that they're putting forward is. And you also must realize that you can go to jail for smoking a joint in China, okay? So if you've ever smoked a joint, you're going to go to jail if you try to do that in China. Just sure. petty little things. Criticizing the government can put you in jail, you know? Right. And you're probably very critical of your own government. I'm pretty sure, sure you are. So, you know, that kind of thing, it's it's a bad system, but you're trying to think it's good. It's just like those morons who wear Che Guevara on their T-shirts. Yeah, They think he's some kind of freedom fighter, but he's like the most horrible man <laughs> who hates gays and black people and yeah. he's a racist, yeah. terrible person who did terrible things. But the kind of people that wear him on, on their chest yeah. are the kind of people who are all about, like, um, you know, freedom for minorities and freedom sure. from oppression and, and sure. all this Animal kind of and the- Yeah, and all this kind of stuff. They don't realize that they're putting like this horrible man on their, their chest. But, you know, it's that kind of situation. Sure. You've got to be careful of this, you know? Right. Anyway, I think we should probably hit some super chats. What do you say? Yes. I think this this topic's pretty much done.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, tornado Brick. Do you know Kanzik, a potential union between Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK with free trade and free movement? Now it's possible due to Brexit. Interesting. I didn't know about that. Nope. Uh, Manjish Deb. Hey, I see milk and serpents today. Do Chinese quite often use terms like trash and scram?
0: Trash, yes. They call us trash all the yeah, time. They it, like, to use, the, uh, scram, they
1: like to use white trash. I haven't heard scram since, like, <clears throat> Looney Tunes.
0: <clears throat> scram, get out of here. <laughs> Damn but kids, yeah. get off the porch! Scram. I think you meant scum, maybe. Uh, yeah,
1: maybe. Uh, trash for sure. Yeah, we get told we get called garbage people all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, massive things are going to happen in the U.S. government over the next couple weeks. Stay tuned and mm-hmm. had to keep a week of food and water ready. Okay. Sure. Um, Bazam demand. Uh, felt like you deserved a little extra. Thank you. All the love, guys. Thanks. Good. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. AQ, TNet, Uh, Winston and UNC Milk are doing an awesome job. Is it true that China is having a shortage of electric power because of lack of coal, according to China in focus, or is it a lie?
0: We actually spoke about that last... Sure. Last, last week in our podcast, yeah. they've got a huge reserve of coal and they have a lot of coal um, mines in China. So it's not about Australia and as they don't have a lack I mean, of they, coal. They need it, but it's but not the end of the world. It's They're going to
1: see blackouts. No, no.
0: The, the thing is, it's the logistics are much harder for them sure. to bring the coal down than to just get it from Australia. So, yes. I mean, it probably is disrupting some things, but it doesn't mean that they don't have the coal. They certainly sure. have enough.
1: Sure. Yeah. Jonathan Harrison, hey, guys, love what you do and enjoyed it for for years. Informed and helped me prepare for my family for the Mad 2020. Roll on 2021 uh, with a beer on me. Thanks, mate. Absolutely. Charles Womack, I thought it was just the Irish drinking and fighting. (laughs) No way. No. Jeremiah Johnson, keep spreading the truth. As you know it, boys, it's all any of us can do. Thanks for all the hard work and great info last year. Let's hope this year is a good year for those working towards freedom. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. And Tyler Durden, three, 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 three. If you could have a one-on-one chat with Xi Jinping, what would you say to him? Love both your work and keep up the effort. I would. Uh, it would oh, be a very simple chat. Say so <laughs> you need to, you know, you you have the power in your, you know, because he's pretty old. You have the power in your lifetime to, to completely change China.
0: I'd just throat punch him. <laughs> <laughs> i'd use yeah. that opportunity to sacrifice yeah, then, myself then for his America. next in line would just yeah, you know, yeah i guess so you know, at least you could like
1: give him a little yeah. guidance you know <laughs> okay, and sure. then you could throw a punch in. okay why don't you say it first and then throw <laughs> okay a punch sure you know I mean?
0: throw him out a window him. take him with me i'll just jump out with him you know <laughs> do the world a favor <laughs> <laughs>
1: i yeah. uh, love to be here again, boys. Boys, Yan Kwai Kuila and mm-hmm. all the best. I saw brawls in Hangzhou and Jia Xing. Enjoy yeah. xiao, enjoying Shao Kao. Yeah. Uh, here's some diaper and, and be- beer and diapers. Fantastic. Diaper Thank you. Jai and jio. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, and we'll do one more. Okay. Daredevil. Because we got a lot today. Appreciate sure. it, guys. Oh, crap. Holy mother. <laughs> what are you doing there? <laughs> um. <laughs> I have no idea where I'm. Okay, sorry. Okay, Daredevil, 1985. Cheers from Canada. Here's some money to buy your dad a cookie. Yes, very <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thank you. Back to the love bracelet thing. I yeah. <laughs> love all your content. Yeah. With yeah. Okay, we'll come up, come uh, back mm-hmm. to you guys in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Next segment. Okay,
0: Classic. well, last segment of course is world view, where we talk about everything in the world, but specifically related to China. Sure. It's kind of like what's new, but it's it's, it's kind more like, focused on the world. Yes,
1: mm. okay. pretty so. much all these segments are like one, but no, we break it up. No,
0: they're not. They're different.
1: They're di- yeah, yeah they're, they're totally different, different guys. Uh, here we have we have fifty uh, pro democracy activists arrested in Hong Kong under the new national security law. Yeah, actually, there are lawmakers and politicians as well. Uh,
0: this is also why you cannot compare no. the the two the Capitol building thing and the Hong Kong protests because this is what the Hong Kong protesters were fighting against was this national security law, which is now being used to pretty much nab anyone they anyone. don't like. By the They're, way,
1: they, China said they wouldn't use it. They are yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's been implemented in Macau. We've never even used it before. Mm-hmm. And that it's literally being used constantly. Yeah,
0: whereas what happened in the, the, the thing here, you know, the Capitol building here is just completely unrelated. It's just, it can't be equated. No, no, it's not. You know? The people in Hong Kong, not, not the violent crap, but the no, protests no. are completely justified. And you know what? I, I support them wholeheartedly. You can put me down on record to say that I 100% support I any, the protests any in Hong Kong. Me too.
1: And I, but I think any, yeah. su- any protest should be, is yeah. is what's it called? What was the word you used?
0: What? Good.
1: Good, as you say good. <laughs> no, I any, didn't. any protest yeah. should be allowed. Oh, right? yes, of course. Of course. Peaceful but protest. Pe- a peaceful protest.
0: Don't get out that. of hand because then you're just an ass.
1: Uh, The thing is With this This whole thing Is that they've used The national security law Over and over again To arrest people And so It's ahead of the vote Right So these pro-democracy people Can't go and and vote Yeah Joshua Wong Was just um, Another freedom fighter In in Hong Kong Re-arrested Yeah um, Under the national security law the The very thing That he was standing up against Yeah so here we are. We've got a situation now where China, with impunity, is just using the national security they were, law over they and over They were again.
0: protesting specifically to prevent this from happening. And guess what? Now it's happening. So they've been ratified in their protests. You know, Everybody out there, pay attention. Because this is what happens if you just allow the CCP to get its way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they use Western systems against the West. That's why they're using this as an example of, oh, look, you guys shouldn't do that. See, yeah. you idiots, you call us bad, but look at you. Right. You know, that you're know using of...
1: abs- absolutism. Because like, yeah. what about is not to go back to like the comments and stuff mm-hmm. that fling through here, but a lot of them, that, they say, oh, they jump to conclusions. They go, oh, C-Milk's a liberal and, and Winston's a conservative. Mm. By the way, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, you use absolutisms because that's what the media continues to do. And yeah. the CCP is really no different in that respect. No. They use absolutism to try to control you and say, you know, they're right. Yeah. What happened yesterday, whether you approve it or not you're going to be confirmed that yesterday yeah. was awesome or you're going to be like, damn, they're right. Yeah. It's just like in Hong Kong. Now I can look at it from a different perspective. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's exactly the logic they want people to have. And unfortunately, yeah. it's completely poisonous.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or you could just be, look, there's a bunch of lun- lunatics running around doing some crap. And guess what? It's taken care of. Let's move on.
1: And, and many of the people that participated in yesterday's protests had very legitimate grievances and concerns. Sure. And there's a reason that they assembled.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: There's so many ways you can look at it and it has nothing to do with the CCP's brutal crackdown and in, in eradicating and in literally destroying democracy in Hong Kong. Right. It's just a city of China now.
0: Yeah, that's correct. Anyway, let's uh, move on to our questions and answers, guys, because that's the end of uh, Worldview. So let me find my little button.
1: I got this cool little button here that I push and then
0: bam, questions and answers where we answer your questions and, and, you, and you question, question our, our answers. answers. Yes, let's do it
1: uh case clause 93 winston is a south african immigrant to the u.s well not yet Mm, i mean i I mean you you are but you aren't
0: yeah no i'm not an immigrant it's i'm on a what's what's called a non-immigrant visa. so
1: uh to the u.s what do you think of elon musk being the richest man in the world he was yeah he was knighted as the richest man in the world today
0: well you see i i i think i've been thinking about this for a while we talked about this yeah just earlier today elon musk is south african like i am okay i get you know, all the time, whenever I talk about China and stuff, the one of the go-to attacks against me by the nationalists is, you are racist South African. You um, benefited from apartheid. Uh, you, you know, all this kind of shit, right? Um, but you know what? No, South Africa only ever held me back. Leaving South Africa was the best thing I ever did. Once I could escape that shit country, sorry, any South Africans watching here, but deep down, you know, it's true. Not... Not the actual land and the, you know, <laughs> and that's the people and yeah stuff. the people and stuff, but the, 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 the country, the situation. <laughs> Once I escaped that shit country, it was the first time in my life where I could actually progress and grow and actually um, find my full potential. And so you look at someone like Elon Musk. People aren't going and saying, "Oh, Elon Musk, you benefited from apartheid." You enough. know, you this this and that. It's, he's in the same boat as I am. He left South Africa and then pursued his dreams. And, you know, it just shows you how stupid labeling someone based on their nationality is really yeah. at the end of the day. And uh, I have a story which I probably have recounted once or twice. I do this a lot. But uh, when when I was in Shenzhen and I was hanging out with a bunch of expats, we went to this this bar. I was actually hanging out with a bunch of Japanese people. Sure, uh, My friend Akito-san and some of his friends. And we went and met up with some of their friends and just happened to all be expats. So you had some guys there from Australia, someone else from Canada, you know, the usual stuff. We're all having a drink, we're all chatting. And there was an American girl there, um, an African-American girl in, in the thing. And she was going around, we're hitting it off, cheers, having beer together, having a good old time. And then everyone was like getting around. So like, so where are you from? And, sure. You know, because of the accents and stuff. And this guy, I'm from Australia. Oh, so nice to meet you. And like... Got to me like where are you from so south- i'm from south africa and all of a sudden this this woman who we're having a great time together she was a wonderful person for, from what i could tell was immediately like what you're from south africa and then she became incredibly hostile towards me for the rest of the night she was really being a bitch just because she immediately in her mind was like he's south african he must be a racist or something and she started to bring all her victim bullshit there and just completely ruined the evening so um being able to Just get away from that situation is the great equalizer because now I'm no different from anyone else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense to you. So when it comes to your question about Elon Musk being the the richest man in the world, good for him. It's good for anyone. It doesn't matter where you're from and it doesn't matter what your country of origin is. If you're a good person or if you're a capable person and you achieve something great and good on you, it means you've got drive in your life and you're doing the right thing. Yeah.
1: Well said. Well said. Thanks. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Hmm. Um, uh, App cool dude, I appreciate all the informative and fun videos. Here's my thank you. Thank Pleasure. you very much appreciate that. Matt Backlund, love your stuff. Hope you and your families are doing well. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Milky Chen, China in Focus, reliable news channel. I, I'm
0: not actually sure. I've never seen this. That's like the that uh, NTD Falun
1: Gong. Oh, thing it's a Falun Gong know? thing. I'm okay, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. All right, not that that's bad. It's just no, it's, it's agenda driven. Yeah, Uh, Jonathan Case. How many people in China do you think own guns? Uh, There are people. It's it's very, very few. Very few. It's definitely it's. Man, dude,
0: that like that poor. You
1: can buy guns in Guangxi.
0: That poor kid that like imported uh, like pellet gun, not pellet guns, airsoft guns from Japan, got put in jail. Oh yeah,
1: I'm I'm talking about people on the borders that there's arms trade. That
0: that pilot who bought a bag of BB
1: yes
0: BB pellets from a market got put in jail. Come on, it's like. Guns in China—it's not really a thing, guys. But it is. With if, criminals. I mean, criminals, yeah, sure. There's yeah. shootout videos. That's like every country in the world. Yes. You get, you know, guns in the UK for God's sure. sake, you know.
1: I heard you can buy <laughs> illegal gun kits on Tabo, and I would not be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Hamza Durvesh, mm. thank you very much. Mm. Uh, Leo Leung, Leung, Uh thank you. Fix the truck, money. Yes, uh, thank, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, it's coming along. Mm. Derek Nguyen, thank you. Uh, not, not have, have no screen name, girl. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. Uh, Magnum Beef, otherwise known as Orc Monkey. 2000. 2000. Hey y'all, no <laughs> questions here, but thanks as always for uh, everything you guys do. I'm looking nice. forward to the future ADV adventures in America, hopefully soon, and the rest of the world. Excellent. coming very soon. <clears throat> uh, Dave, Civil War coming, guys? I don't yeah, think so. I doubt it. Hudson Heaven Hill, uh, you guys are spreading the right message, thanks for all you do, especially right now.
0: Oh wait, you know why I say I doubt that the Civil War is coming? It's because that was always the thing in South Africa, you know. Um, you saw that footage we showed earlier. Mm-hmm. You had very, very, and you still have, very militant right-wing um, Afrikaners who their whole purpose in life is to try and further the Afrikaans' uh, society or whatever sure. it is, the folk, and they have uh, Orania, or they've got all these, like, folk stuts, They call them these, like, little things. Which is fine if that's what they want to do. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. But the fact of the matter is that there there always has been a threat of civil war in South Africa. And the opportunity for civil war to come has been there so many times. been pushed to the brink. You know, when the leader of the AWB was kind of chopped up and murdered and stuff like that. You know, everyone thought, oh, it's going to happen. When Nelson Mandela passed away, the, the whole rumor was as soon as he dies, everyone's going to be genocided, you know. All of these things were going on and still continue to go on to this day. But guess what? There still isn't a civil war. It still hasn't happened yet. And South Africa is a hell of a lot more unstable than uh, America. South Africa is a country where there are 56 murders a day. It's a place where things are fucked. You know, the the electricity goes off all the time. Basic infrastructure. Everyone's on lockdown. You can't buy booze. I don't know how to explain it, but it's it's like the Wild West in comparison to a very stable country like America. And America is incredibly stable. I know I know it's hard for Americans to hear because you love to complain about it being like such a terrible place, but it's awesome, okay? Tons of problems, yes. Lots of problems that are out of control need to be addressed, no doubt. But it's too stable to go into a civil war. It's not going to happen from my perspective. Having lived in a piece of shit country like South Africa that's been on the brink of civil war since the sort of 60s, you know? I mean we i'm not going to get into it i've talked about south africa too much here but i'm just saying from my own personal experience i don't think there will be a civil war in america that's sure. all i'm saying
1: i, and I would yeah. agree with you yeah um what's the minimum beverly says what's the minimum subscribers or watch time a supportive youtube podcast needs before you would consider being interviewed on their show that's not how we roll no, I don't the know. issue is is literally about um a time for us yeah we are so chock full it's barely we barely have enough time to spend with our families. Yeah, so yeah. it's just tough for that um but you know if we can schedule something in we'll do pretty much any, any interview that you know yeah we'll try make it make an effort sure uh jna uh happy new year thank you you too jeremy uh, Jer- jeremiah Barry. hey you hey you too Ma- mm-hmm. uh, matthew phillips i saw a lot more race diversity in yesterday's protest turn <laughs> than at a blm reute in 2020 um he says matthew says blm enables white liberals to be terrible towards people towards pocs when they don't play the victim card and yeah. and that's the thing is you can express that opinion yeah
0: all and that that's, all that crap is so annoying especially to myself i've had it up to here i thought i would be able to get rid of some of that crap when i left south africa get rid of that that nonsense everyday nonsense but whatever
1: sure. it is what it is and mm. people people still you know On both sides take these things very much to heart so you have to keep that in mind it's it's another thing it's even if you take removes out there forgot the picture just us both living abroad for so long you get a very different perspective on things
0: i like i like how all around our neighborhoods here in la people have signs on their lawns like this household believes everyone all lives matter sure chris like what is it science they've got like a list and i mean if i was going to make a sign for my house i would be like this house believes that whatever you believe is correct. That's, you know, just yeah. it's that, that's just, pretty much what they're trying yeah, exactly. <laughs> to exactly. It's just it's like what, yeah, yeah, I know. they <laughs> cover all the bases. It's funny. I yeah. see it put in stuck in people's cars as well. Yeah, I'll take a photo of that next time I see yeah, it. There's yeah. tons they're everywhere, yeah, all over, which is fine. I though. feel like it's a defense. It's like it's like a don't trash like my t- lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: uh, Dave Murray. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Julian Colbus. It's naive to say it didn't happen on my streets so and nothing changed. Unsuccessful coups emboldened insurg- insurgents and often followed by successful ones uh, famously happened here in That's Disney.
0: what I was saying, though. It's like I'm trying to prove that point. You know, it didn't happen on my street, so it's okay. That's what happens in China. That's how China runs. Right. People can live there for, like, 20 years and not know that, like, right next door, their neighbors that's, that's were brutally we're murdered. Say. When you said you, yeah. you didn't
1: see it on your street, word. We're literally not... We're trying to use China logic here to tell you that's exactly how things work. We understand that there are issues. We see the issues. We live in LA. We know issues exist. There are big issues in LA. We're probably in one of the biggest issue areas. Yeah. Yeah. So we we understand. But we also have hope and we believe that in the good of humanity.
0: Can't wait for you guys to see our next episode of ADV China because we went to Hollywood like um, this week and we went to Hollywood during lockdown because we wanted to show... Um, we want to see we We live
1: in LA but we live enough outside the downtown area because they said the downtown area is like so under lockdown yeah it's
0: like purple level you can't go there or whatever so we're like okay let's go take a look because a lot of our friends in China have been like holy shit you guys are in like such a a lockdown terrible state but look how free we are we can go around guess what we went to all the tourist sites people are out there doing yoga stupid Instagram chicks doing their barefoot dances I, I filmed that by the way it's kind of funny you know life goes on life goes on it's actually quite normal so we did a, a nice little trip through hollywood and you'll be seeing that uh not this monday next monday we, we've got to put it all together for you on adb china yeah, yeah. uh
1: kevin says i believe dc mayor said four people died in the protest my bad i thought it was one
0: okay well four apologies. people died that's still very little
1: it's it's not a good way to look at things though human life is human life
0: i i agree with that but at the same time you know look at Tiananmen Square, how many thousands of people I know, but there's no comparison.
1: That's not the whole point. What are we, we, the CCP guy that says... Yeah, it's like, oh, it's it's not bad.
0: Of course. I mean, I'm not trying to sound insensitive here, but... uh, We made a mistake. If it was four people, I still think that's really small compared to what actually happened. Sure. You you think storming the Capitol building or whatever That's the comparison to me. Yeah, you would think that things would get out of hand, especially the way, uh, you know... Everyone paints specifically Trump supporters as like AR fifteen toting like gun nuts that are gonna go like kill everyone and you know so you would think by the the standard of the mainstream media and by most people that like a huge massacre would have happened sure you know but but no none of the legislating guys or the people in the building got hurt did they it was just the rioters and
1: stuff yeah anyway anyway died of medical issues. Maybe. Of medical issues. Okay, it's probably uh, like
0: their on, like late onset diabetes finally kicked in, you know, too much too much effort gave yeah. them a heart attack. Anyway, yeah, yeah. sorry, I'm not. My apologies. Yeah, I'm I'm being yeah I'm being too insensitive. That's I apologize.
1: Fine. Fine. <laughs> Matthew Phillips, have you ever read Animal Farm, nineteen eighty four? Of course, we we read it in school. Both of them. Mm.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: It was funny when I when I. Uh, Those
0: are banned in China.
1: Well, no, they're not, actually.
0: Oh, not? No. Oh, okay, no, they're seen as a... as like It's like, like, a, it's it's like, 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 like a, a role a model of, like, <laughs> this is how it should be. It's not seen so, as negative because it's yeah. not seen
1: as criticism. Right. It's, it's also not popular to read. No. Uh, Magna Beef, don't answer this question if you think it would take, take you places you don't want to discuss, but I'd have to ask, do you have any concerns about the potential for authoritarianism to rise with, from within the U.S.? I mean... The potential is everywhere. That's yeah. it's everyone's job to fight against authoritarianism, right? Yes. In yes. ideology, in politics, in in your institutions, in your education systems, and what you teach your children. Uh, yeah. But you have the freedom to to stand up against that. You do,
0: and I think China has a big role pl- role to it's, play in it this, is. and they are playing the biggest role by trying. You know, you're looking at another big successful um, economy, even though they claim to be poor and still accept aid from Canada sends tens of millions of dollars every year. as like sure aid to china even though they claim to be like the big superpower and stuff it's kind of dumb sure should stop stop sending aid to a country that claims to be so so powerful and you know you're basically just funding their military at this point sure um anyway the fact of the matter is um yeah i i think that they're really putting out this image that yeah we're we've got it right and i think that's going to lead to a situation where they get a lot of uh, people moving over to this idea that authoritarianism is good, which is not good. No. So we're, that's our role to play. One of our roles to play is to keep showing that this is what you're seeing on the surface is not actually what's going it's, on. We're in a very
1: lucky position that we have the experience of mm. living in China because yeah. it is a it is a it's a tasty fantasy mm. to have all this order. When you see if you're consuming constantly mainstream media yeah. on any end of the spectrum, then you're also going to, like you said, fall into this trap. Yeah. The authoritarianism trap that a central planned government is is better. What you don't understand is it's it's chaotic in China. Sure. In, it depends on it. happens randomly. Yeah. It's chaotic in China, but it's also incredibly suffocating. Yeah. And you don't under, you don't understand what you have, or maybe you don't. Maybe you take it for granted the freedoms that you have. Yeah. Um, until you go to a place like China and then learn the language and understand actually the oppression that people live under. Sure. Sure. Uh, anyway, um, holy mother, I hate when it does this. It always does. Okay. Yeah, Mike uh, Miles Dolding. Dolding. Would you say the CCP is more interested in AI or space exploration? Definitely AI.
0: Yeah, you know the whole space exploration thing. It's just a catch-up game. I space. think they just want to prove, look, we can do it too. Yes, America went to the moon, but now we can as they, well.
1: Because they always looked up to the Soviet Union back then, mm-hmm. and then America was like the villain, and now it's kind of there's still there's still a hangover from that.
0: Yeah, and it's just like oh, well, you know, they're a bit late. I think America landed in the '60s, was '68 or something, right? Yeah. Uh somewhere around there on the moon and I guess
1: better late than never. Yep. We can do it too. Yifan Pan. Uh, mm-hmm. China is covering up spreading infection again. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Am I right? Mm-hmm. Looking forward to the next podcast on this issue. Keep up the good work, guys. Yes. Interesting. Sure uh D S D Kane, thank you. you. Koala twelve oh three. Why can't we all get along, mates? Exactly. Exactly. Come Let's on, guys. Get all get along. Yeah. Uh eleven. Um Winston, you once said in a video that Chinese women are very jealous. Did you get did the sexy cyborg get you in trouble?
0: No, I mean, look, my my wife obviously was a little uncomfortable about the videos that I made together with her, but she understands that, you know. Oh, I, is she? Yeah, I mean, she, oh, okay. you, you know, you pick up on these things. She's kind of a little jealous about it, but at the same time, you know, obviously, I'm not the kind of person who'd ever cheat, and I respect no. Uh, no. I respect women for being who they are. I don't see them as uh, opportunities to have a relationship. If that makes sense. Yeah. So you know, when I met up with Sexy Cyborg, it was just all about like, hey, she does what she does, and uh, I respect who why she is and why. Why can't it just be like? Yeah, that? and that's that's all that's all it was. But yeah, yeah. Um, so, let's yeah. just
1: be normal. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Deanne Chapman, here's some funds for an O2 sensor. Thank you. We actually yes. need that deed and, desperately. And
0: I actually uh, I, I fixed that. I'm saying we
1: need the money to recoup. Yeah, yeah. Because they are very expensive. It's very
0: expensive O2 sensors. I tell thank you, you what. Yeah.
1: Thank Jonathan Cabanas, uh, hey guys. Big fan of both your content. Uh, someone who wants to visit Asia when the pandemic ends, do you recommend to visit, visiting China or Vietnam first?
0: Oh, that's a tough one, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I, I think, like, to, to visit China, if they ever get to the point where they're not like, oh, it's a foreigner, he's a disease carrier. Sure. That's um, going to be a hangover It's going to be for a while. Uh, China is an amazing place to visit. It is. It's great. I just don't think it's a good idea to live there long term or, no. or invest there or anything like no. that. Or support you, the regime. Yeah, you've you got to not support the regime, but to go and see it is something. Sure. Uh, Vietnam's very happy-go-lucky. If you're out yeah, there for just a, a... party. Just have a party. I think Vietnam's
1: probably a it's better, better also 10 times cheaper.
0: Yeah, and there's less chance of you getting into, into trouble. trouble. Yeah. Very true.
1: It's much more like... I almost said Sui yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, much more like... Uh, Relaxed. Not free. It's relaxed. It's relaxed. relaxed. Yeah. CPG, thank you very much. Uh, Ur- Urgers, <laughs> uh, thank you for your content. My question is, what do you, th- uh, what do you think of poisoning Alex- Alexei no- Navalny? Uh, how would you describe Russian Chinese relations? Russian Chinese relations? I mean, I don't know. I don't have any opinion on that. I just know that's how Russia operates. <laughs> uh, Russia is not a free country. No. Um, China and Russia relations are very like. They will get along with each other if it's in their best interest mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah. But Russia does not respect China. I can tell you this. Russia does not respect China yeah. at all. No, true. Um, I would say they're very, very... They're not... They're cold. The relationship's mm-hmm. cold. Yeah. Uh, Eleven, Matt, you did a video on differences uh, among people in different regions of China from height and how friendly they are. Where would Chinese people fit? Well, they'd be almost the like same Fujian. as people in Fujian. Yeah. Uh, so if you so look at Fujian province... Southeast shorter than average however taiwan had a lot more nutrition throughout its you know the 70s and 80s and 90s uh compared to china Mm -hmm. so the people did grow to their full potential sure as opposed to a lot of people in china i mean i know my wife did and she was malnourished throughout Mm -hmm. her childhood yeah um friendliness taiwanese people are incredibly friendly but they're not outgoing Um, if you're just going to generalize they're not outgoing Mm -hmm. they're like southern chinese people in that they're Mm -hmm. they're a little bit more reserved yeah, but um, super friendly. are very friendly. If
0: you ever strike up a conversation when you're in, in Taiwan, hope, yeah. and a lot of them can speak English, yeah. which is great. And they're very
1: helpful. They'll help you in yeah. a bind.
0: Always had good experiences there. Me too.
1: James, cheers from Canada. hope Winston can get a visa, and you guys get a chance to do the Icefields Parkway in 2022.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. So. Yeah.
1: Jacob, 1986, Mongoose, why was that bike so hard to ride? Are um, you talking about me when I was the Mongoose? It wasn't hard to ride. What are you talking? Oh, that bike. That bike, uh, it wasn't so hard to ride. The competition in that video is who can ride their bike the slowest. So I lost because I was the fastest. It was who can keep the bike balanced, like, at slow speeds. And I borrowed someone's bike that didn't have brakes, so I couldn't, like, modulate the brake.
0: He's talking about an old YouTube video I did, yeah. for
1: those of you who don't know. Mm. Salvador W2, you guys need to get on Tim <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. Yes, we do. All sure. right. Sure. We are in contact, but they won't reply. Okay, <laughs> you guys, I appreciate it. You guys... Keep sending those super chats. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. King Dream 13. Yeah. Hey guys, love your work. I follow all your channels. The other day I noticed how much Winston looks like Agent Hudson from Black Ops. Really? It's probably a suit. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe you are him.
0: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. possible.
1: <laughs> Just Dan Ferrance yeah. uh, funds. Hey, Dan, what's going on? Funds for the Gas Hog V10 should nice. cover one gallon in California. Yeah, <laughs> very that, true. That is ridiculous. Dude, how much? Five gallons. We got five miles per gallon the highway the other day. Yeah,
0: but we we did. A, you know, it's got a distance to empty thing, a DTE, which tells you how much you've got left. You can get like two hundred miles on a thirty-five gallon tank. Yes. And here it's like three seventy for a gallon.
1: Yeah, usually four. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's so dumb. It's ridiculous.
1: Mm. Danny, how do you? Uh, are you guys gonna do Ronaldo Guo, Guo's video? Chos Chos oh, Ronaldo Chos. He's bad.
0: like a, I don't know. He's like a South African political commentator. I don't know don't much know about that. him. Yeah,
1: interesting. Mark Owen. Uh, when I discuss the horrors of Mao Zedong with Chinese people, they always counter by pointing out slavery in America and the fact that George Washington himself owned slaves. What does that have to do with murdering fifty million of your own citizens?
0: That's the thing. It's always what aboutism. And that's yeah. just what they've done with this capital building thing. It's like, oh, you th- yeah, we, we may have problems, but yours are worse. The, the,
1: <laughs> who, who walks around saying slavery was good? 150 years. Who walks around saying slavery was good? Nobody. No. Who walks around saying that they justified the 50 plus million murders of Mao Zedong? A lot of people. Yes, a lot of great. people. Let's talk yeah. about being brainwashed. Yeah. Hans Ford. Hey guys, I'm a huge fan of your work and mainly because I'm half Chinese. My mother's from China, very anti CCP. Do me a favor. I want to see the both of you guys do the Joe Rogan podcast. We'd love to. Sure. Again. Yeah. I wish they we, would talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> if <laughs> we could, it. we would. Yeah uh mike and thank you very much appreciate mm. it mike Huter. uh rat dropping bubonic plate <laughs> <tennis game. laughs> yeah yeah still so loving the track good yeah, there's thanks. a lot of lot rat, rat turd. shit a lot in, of rat uh, turd yeah and that engine and band.
0: rat urine that wasn't fun no
1: i didn't mm. have a mask everyone was like oh wanted. i didn't have a mask on like you yeah
0: i know but you just pissed off somewhere yeah because come... <laughs> i didn't have a mask <laughs> i had to single-handedly go through the rats turd but whatever
1: you're, you like animals more than I do, so yeah, I you have more tolerance. Sure, know. sure. Dennis, I've also had severe lung infections fairly recently. So. Right. Dennis Stafford, truck cycles. It's my open turn road. for
0: the the light light <laughs> gate. <laughs> oh, you got light.
1: Yeah. Uh, Dennis Stafford, truck cycles, open road. When? Very, 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 very soon. Very, very soon. soon. We got to wait for like Uber lockdown to kind of go down to yeah. go anywhere meaningful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleven. Sometime ago, you guys told a story from when you went to Las Vegas. Did you record any videos? We don't <laughs> talk about that. I'm joking. <laughs> Nothing bad happened. Um, we did. We did a bunch of videos. Yeah, on, on ADV China. China. We've got a bunch that Can were in, it out? in Las Vegas. Yeah, ADV China. Mm. Uh, Catch Bay, would you like to do a video about Orania? Or is it too hot topic? Orania is one of those, you know, like... Yeah, I know, what it, okay, it's, I know uh, what it is. It's an Afrikaner outpost holdout. Yeah. I watched some Vice thing about it. Oh, okay. I think um yeah it's interesting it's I mean, not I, a hot topic i mean I, it's not I, spicy i can
0: i can talk about it from my experience yeah. i know i know a bunch of afrikaans people and you know and i can speak the language and so there you go i can give a little bit of insight into it i, I would. not afrikaans it. I would myself it. No. and I'm, no. they actually hate people like me that's, that's was the, the thing is they think they're kind of white people. supremacists
1: but you're right in saying that they're actually afrikaner supremacists yeah they're, no they, they hate english call me a
0: salt and peel and a you know salt dick green you know, whatever else and you know i want to and beat me up at a bar because I'm looking at them or whatever. <laughs> By the way, I did get a massive smack that time around. Did you? Yeah, it was a it was a sucker punch because I kind of ignored Oof. him and he just gave me a massive hit on the back of the head. And you know, like all that fluid came out my nose, whatever. Anyway, that's horrible. <laughs> it's my fault for going to a fluid? bonehead bar. I don't know what it is, but yeah, <laughs> it's
1: called blood. Like a... Hawk, Hawk Fifty Two. no it's right, like I'm clear joking. liquid. Don't know what it was. Water on the brain, right? <laughs> yeah. Hawk Fifty Two for your eventual japan trip fun what's well, what we're really looking forward yes to. yes looking forward to watching mm-hmm. uh, i'll take you out to an izakaya from the country at the time my treat thanks, oh man. fantastic I'd love it yeah um it's
0: my yeah. favorite thing to do
1: uh thanks for the answers love you guys pleasure william White. will it be possible for you guys to ever visit china again Are you guys in list for life not under the current leadership yeah no
0: no They've, look, look we're at all hoping this for the best i speak truth
2: Oh.
1: You're like a cult leader. Big yeah. cult content coming up real soon, guys. <laughs> uh, for all those people that. Yeah. The new. Oh, by the way, not to spoil your thing, but the new Wu Mao thing, the new mm-hmm. 50 Cent Army thing, and the pro CCP shill YouTubers, yeah. they're convinced that we're paid by Falun Gong. Just <laughs> this kind of cult thing where. It's like these. You'll probably get flyers for Shen Yun. We've talked about this, yeah. but they're, they're, they. They do this breathing shit. This it's like, like Tai Qigong. Chi and breathing.
0: You know, they, like Tai Chi. They also believe you can, like, fly, fly around and, and cure cancer we, and stuff. we
1: support them 100% in their endeavors, but we have never been approached by them. <laughs> we have, however, been approached by the CCP multiple times <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. to do CCP propaganda. Absolutely so right, yeah. You guys are way off base on that one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Dave M., guys, no question, just support and update. My safety course was canceled for snow, but I bought my first bike. It used Ninja 300. Good choice. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. In storage until spring. Thanks for the inspiration. No problem, Dave. I love fun. to hear that there's lots of riders out there that get yeah. on bikes because of us. Just you, want to, you can go deal with that. I'm
0: going to go deal with that.
1: Uh, Dylan Faltisco. You should get on Prim Pool show. <laughs> They're just taking a piss now. I love it. Mark's I think the new meme is just, we should make merch. It'd be like, Tim Poole, get <laughs> yeah. us on. Yeah. I, I <laughs> don't want to sound like we're desperate, but like so many people have put us in contact. And we are in contact. Sure. That's the thing. is, just, We're still waiting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll do this every time. It's just time. a running joke. It's a running joke at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Noble, I've always wondered if there's a social incentive to Chinese gamers <laughs> cheating online. It seems rampant, but I'm curious why it's like this. It's a, there is a lot of culture of cheating because that's how communist countries work. You have yes. to cheat to get ahead. Correct. And like, Even test answers, exams in China, the teachers will oftentimes, just to get the scores up, will give the answers to the students. Dude, when
0: I was studying, I studied uh, Mandarin in the Shenzhen University. Yeah. And right before the test, our teacher read us all the answers in the class before we went to test. Okay? And then while we were having the test, other, I don't know if it was other students or something who were shouting out the answers. Yeah. Nobody stopped them. No. Everybody passed. Yeah. It's just kind of how it is. In a university. Yep. So, just saying.
1: Even driver's license tests. Oh, still. yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that was fun. Our tour. thank you very much. Mm. Dylan Faltisco, I'd love to see the Tokyo rides after traveling improves. Can't wait. Yes. Gonna Koala, be good. 1203, how did the average uh, Chinese view the C- Sino-Soviet split in the 60s? It wasn't China's fault, and... Mm-hmm. uh the Soviet Union was being too swayed by the evil Western power.
0: They saw it how the Communist Party told them to see it. Yes. And then Mao Zedong went crazy and built an underground city in Beijing. Yes. Dixiacheng. He actually
1: thought that the Soviet Union was going to attack Was going to nuke them, yeah. The, the People don't understand. The Soviet Union, China, and Russia and China do not have good relations. No, no. But Mao was obsessed with the Soviet Union, trying to, like... uh, Yeah. That's why so many Chinese people starved, is for face. Yeah. It Literally, you can take communism out. Chinese people starved. Millions of Chinese people starved under Chairman Mao because of face. Yeah. Because he wanted the quotas to surpass uh, the Soviet Union. So
0: while everyone was starving, they were exporting grain. They were exporting grain grain to the Soviet Union. Just to prove that they could do it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Dumbass. Yeah. Danny, Indonesia has taken the Sinofac vaccine. Good idea? No. No. It's considered one of the worst candidates. There's another one that's even worse, though, yeah. actually. Okay. Uh, Luke, US people need to compromise. If there's a civil war, there needs to be a compromise to end it. Need to start do, doing all our thinking in our heads. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't know where you're going. Tim, Dan Ferriss, Tim Pooler, <laughs> Bush. Nice. <laughs> fantastic well wow, this has been a appreciate long Q&A session. yeah well I appreciate the generosity today guys it's absolutely
0: awesome. especially that absolutely astoundingly um, you know yeah, generous seriously
1: guys but everyone's equally appreciated 500 quid oh That's yeah nuts. whether
0: it's a dollar or 500 quid yeah. um, we appreciate you very much for supporting us guys it's it helps d- us it's, through a dark time it's tough and difficult believe it or not what we do we've got a lot of detractors and we actually have an entire authoritarian government trying to shut us down yes <laughs> no no joke
1: yeah. Sicken. There's a lot of things that happen that we don't tell you guys, and it's not because we're not being transparent, it's because we don't want to inspire them.
0: <laughs> no, we don't want to inspire more of what happened. Yeah. So, so anyway, it's tough, but you guys keep us through. It's wonderful always to be able to interact with you, and uh, can't wait to see you in the next one. I have a video coming tomorrow, which I would be tickled pink if you all watched. Because and go watch uh, my Jack Ma video as well. Yeah, absolutely. If you haven't seen it already, it's a very good video. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cannot wait to see you in the next one. Don't forget, uh, not this coming Monday, but the following one, we've got the Hollywood in Lockdown video coming out. Yep. We have uh, our Worthless Whips on Tuesday, as usual, where I'm busy resurrecting a, a massive big V10 Dodge Ram truck, um, among other cars. Mm-hmm. And you know, occasionally we do our Playboy thing too mm-hmm. on there, which is fun. And uh, our usual videos. So we'll be seeing you throughout the week. Uh, can't wait. Until next time, you know the drill.